0: Hello, you're listening to Snack V, the podcast delivering bite-sized anecdotes of my sometimes larger than life. Episode one, my first time. So today we're talking about virginity or actually losing one's virginity, Uh, specifically how I started with my virginity intact and then somehow ended up in an ambulance on the way to hospital, no longer in possession of said virginity. If this is your first time listening, then thanks for coming along. Please let me know what you think in the reviews. The SnackVee podcast will be produced every week, and any links and show notes can be found on www.snackv.com. So come back often, and feel free to add the podcast to your favorite RSS feed or iTunes. You can also follow me on Twitter at SnackVee. Let's get started. This weekend, I turned 39, and to the day... This is the 20th year anniversary of me losing my virginity. Incidentally, the gift for a 20th anniversary is bone china, which now seems oddly fitting. So I was 19 years old when I finally offered myself fully to another, and I'd like to think that I was what you'd describe as a late bloomer, uh, in fact, that's not entirely true. I, I bloomed on time, just in a very, very cramped garden. You see, there were nine of us living in a three-bedroom house. Four boys, my brothers, all slept in one room, and the three girls, my sisters, in another. And of course, my mum and dad had a room all to themselves. Really not much room for blooming in that small space. I went to an all-boys school, and I played rugby and cricket, so no real hanky-panky opportunities there. My dad was a a fairly strict religious man, and well, the opportunities just didn't materialize. So it wasn't until I shipped off to university that I had an entire room to myself. An entire dorm room to do whatever I want, and how I did whatever I wanted. I had posters of movie gangsters on the walls, I had a television, I had a hi-fi, I had a chair for some reason, and a drawing board. I was a, a an art major. Uh, with half-finished masterpieces at a mini fridge uh, stocked with cheap cider and Pepsi and Fanta, and I bought ja- uh, jammy dodgers, um, all these fantastic British cookie, and I bought jammy dodgers in bulk and stashed them under my bed. It was it was charming, the type of charming that could get a boy into a lot of trouble with a girl. My sixth night in the dorms. I was listening to *Pass the duchy, uh, possibly louder than I needed to, and I heard this furious stomping on my ceiling. I saw my light bulb sort of shake from left to right slightly. And so I start listening and I trace the stomping down the stairs. And before you know it, there's an urgent rapping on my dorm door. And so, of course, I open the door dressed only in my long johns, which smell at this point slightly assy uh, with a toothbrush stuck in my mouth. And this woman at the door says, Can you turn that fucking shit down, please? Standing in front of me in a shiny polyester nightgown was possibly the most beautiful girl I had ever seen in the real world. Obviously, I slammed the door shut, picked the long johns uh, that were riding into my ass out. I spritzed a little bit of deodorant in the room, and I turned off the hi fi. I rushed back to the door and I said, I'm sorry. Uh, I was getting ready for bed. Uh, I've turned it off. Are you upstairs? Yeah, it is late. Anyway, I better go back to bed. Good night. So I somehow steamrolled through the almost zero chances of impressing her that night. However, a seed, I feel, had been planted. And as the school year rolled around, we struck up a sort of a not hatred of each other, which then blossomed into more of a casual acquaintance before finally. The moment I had been waiting for 19 years, it was April 7th, and it was the night before my birthday, and Keely, Keely was his name, uh, she had just broken up with her boyfriend back home in Liverpool, uh, and I was about to hear all about it. Not a single detail was spared. We went through most of my jammy dodges, half of my soda pop, and about three bottles of diamond white cider. Most films do a terrible job of setting expectations for your first sexual experience. Oops, what the fuck, it was maybe 10 seconds, perhaps 6 seconds, of absolute delight. Uh, As soon as it had started, however, I felt my world crumbling uh, apart around me, and I hadn't expected this. I was pretty crushed, I think. That was it. This, my dreams of a loud, wall-creaking, light bulb-swaying romp into the early hours of the morning, covered in each other's sweat, was pretty much over before it even started. Now, naturally, this is a very embarrassing situation for the both of us, but m- mostly for me. So I did what, what any gentleman in this situation would do. I uh, I pretended to faint, pass out cold. Uh, the only small flaw in, in that plan is that I, knock on wood, have never fainted in my life. So I'm driving blind at this point. Do I close my mouth? Should I leave my eyes half open? Do I convulse? Should I put some spittle in the corner of my mouth? And I, of course, had no idea. And so what feels like an eternity seems to pass. And of course it hadn't. It was about ten, maybe six. My, my concept of time is kicking me in the balls at every opportunity. So I figure I should make a noise. I should. So I let out sort of a strange groan. And finally, Keely was laying there in a mixture of confusion and utter disappointment. And who's also probably wondering what the fuck is going on. She asked me are you okay? You went quiet there for a second. I went quiet for a second? Holy shit, she thinks I went, I went quiet? I wasn't aiming for quiet. I was supposed to be passed out. So I'm thinking, all right, clearly I I didn't do this for long enough. So I decide to go out again and I completely pass out. This time I'm thinking, I'm going to pass out and I'm going to mean it. And I passed out. I was Face down, teeth clenched, passed out come hell or high water. So convincing was my being passed out that I didn't feel a single slap to my face by half of the rugby team that had been summoned into my room at this point. I was so committed to passing out that the violent shaking of my naked body by any one of the nine people from the other dorms could not revive me. I'll fucking show you fainting. Alas, the, the gravity of my situation dawned on me when I heard the ambulance sirens and that's, that's really the point at which my body just completely gave up. So when I finally came to, uh, I was having my eyelids ripped open and a flashlight shoved in my face. Uh, I was bruised and cold. And I was in an ambulance being checked out by an EMT who was wondering why my vitals were so good and why my eyes were clamped shut. Anyway, we broke up shortly after that night. And me? Well, I, I abandoned that university and quit the course, fled the country and moved to New York charming Englishman in New York with one whole night of shagging under his belt, what could possibly go wrong?